and welcome to the Fantasy Fitbar Pod. We are the podcast that talks about Scottish football through the unique lens of fantasy football. Listeners, I give great pleasure in telling you that we are back in the shed. Scobie is here. How are you, mate? Merry Christmas, John. Back in the shed. We're back Feels, in. I can't believe it's been a year. It's been quite a year, but we are, we've made it back into the shed. Um, and not not alone. We're not we're not alone because it's not my shed, Scobie. Is it your? It's not your shed either. It's not my shed. It is Jerry's shed, my old man. Welcome. Thank you very much, chaps. Two meters apart, of course, we are in the shed. (laughs) (laughs) And again, we've said it once, we've said it before. This is a business meeting, okay? So yes, there's some cheese and wine. There might be some cans of tenants. Variety as it would be, but you know, it's a business meeting. We're allowed to be here. Cans and cheese. Jerry, you bringing the cans later? Yeah, why not? That sounds like a good plan. <laughs> Superb. So, listeners, since we last spoke, I mean, it's been wild in Scottish football, as always. Um, the winter break has been brought forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sadly, we will not be feasting on festive fixtures as supporters. A bit, no. a bit devastating, that, Scobie. It is a little bit. It is a little bit. Uh, I think probably the right thing to do, the, the 500 number, we won't get too far into it, but it was arbitrary and mm-hmm. not particularly well thought out. And I... I think that would have um, put clubs in a particularly difficult situation. I mean, you've got 14,000 season ticket holders at Hearts, for example. How are you going to determine which 500 get the tickets um, for, for the game that we had on Boxing Day and going forward? So I think probably the right decision, Jerry. I think the, the challenge is going to be what happens at the end of January uh, when we look to see if there's any change in the COVID numbers or not. Yeah. And, and, and if there's not, does it stay with the 500? Because that could really be a real problem. Yeah. Um, home advantage completely thrown out the window with that. Yeah, and I see the the argument around it. It's about getting people to the ground safely, being able to you know operate the ground safe safely. But five hundred seems a bit strange when you think of the size of some of, sta- some of the stadiums in Scottish football, yeah. particularly Celtic Park, Ibrox, for example. Um, you know, via, via the likes of Dingwall. So I think it needs to be a bit better thought out, and, and also clubs have to make a decision as to whether there's any financial point in them opening. You know, to yeah. open up for five hundred fans, you're running at a loss, and it's you know it's an awful lot of infrastructure required to to do that. So. A uh, bit of a strange one, but... It, it is a strange one, you know. It's a, it's good fun going to the football. We had a minibus booked up to Pataudry for the for the Rangers game tomorrow, didn't we, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, so, so, sadly missed. Sadly missed. I mean, we'd have probably got a beat off him anyway, so... <laughs> was, was our usual minibus man? I think he brought us back from the Euros as well. Uh, it, it was through the same source, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was such a good execution of, um, of, of taking us back from the Euros from Hamden, wasn't it? So uh, was why not seamless. go with him again? Seamless, yeah. So yeah, look, listeners, we are in the winter break. So what we thought we'd do, with it being such a special episode in the shed, which is, uh, you know, <laughs> keeping us nice and warm in here in this uh, this this cold December evening, is that we're going to do a review of the league. We're going to start bottom and we're going to go to the top. So in part one, we will review the bottom six. Scobie and I have graded the teams, yep. A, B, C, D. Obviously, we haven't spoken about that at all. And, uh, and we'll be getting Jerry's insightful thoughts as well on, on the on the fitbar. So, um, I mean, should we get going, lads? Let's get going, but lots to cover. So, the the team bottom of the league currently, bottom at Christmas, which I don't think anyone saw this coming nope. at the start of the season. And that is two-time cup winners last year. You know, in this year, 2021, they won two trophies, but they're actually sitting bottom of the cinch premiership. Scobie, what do you make of that? St Johnston, uh, well, overall, I'm going to kick him with a grade, mm. and I've given them a D. 
Aye, I was the exact same. <laughs> it's getting close to an F, but no, nobody's quite got an F um, this season. But it's a D for me. I think the question is, where's it all gone wrong for Davidson? For me, I think it's the goal scoring. Mm. Um, so for them, only eleven goals scored this term with Chris Kane topping the charts with three goals. <laughs> It's, so, a, it's a problem for them, isn't it? Trying to find the back of the net. Yes. But do you realise this time last season, they were only three points better off and they went to finish off in the top six and win two trophies. So for the whole of 2021, I would give them a B. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. For the whole of 2021, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Look at part of the season so far. Mm-hmm. I think they've got to be disappointed with where they've ended up. Mm-hmm. But I, I look, the goal scoring is, is an issue. I think losing Melamed, who scored a bit, you know, showed a bit of promise, was yeah. a bit of an issue for them. They never really replaced him. They have to try and recruit in January for me. Yeah. But like, that's why they should stay with Callum Davidson, Jason Kerr, and Ali McCann. Losing them on the last day of the transfer window was absolutely brutal. Yeah, and really defined what the rest of the, the season looked like. Yeah, but I wouldn't give up on Callum Davidson. I think he's a great no. manager. He needs that. And, and other clubs are giving up on their managers. Wrong thing to do, in my opinion. Yeah. This guy, and he's a top sportsman. Plus one golfer. <laughs> Is uh, he? Yeah. Nice. Tutored by Judy Murray for tennis. Uh, represented, um, and in fact, won Scottish tennis with Dumblain High when he was there. I, I know his, um, uh, through a mutual friend, um, uh, his parents, uh, and, and have sort of kept a close eye on him through his footballing mm. career mm. and always one that's done very well. Yeah. So got a great sporting pedigree and deserves a transfer window to sort of uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean for me, just before I get your your taking it in your grade, John, I think that they are still sound defensively, which is, you know, a massive building block to to build on in twenty twenty two. I think, you know, they've not shit many goals. As much as they've not scored, they've not shit many. Xander Clark's a great player, they've got to keep hold of him. Mm. Um but I think they've got a great great structure on which to build. So I see some success for them in the, in the second half season. What do you think, John? Yeah, it is se- seven defeats on the spin. So they are yeah. going to have to take this winter break very, very seriously yeah. and try and get those players in January as early as possible. But having watched the Celtic game mm-hmm. uh, on Boxing Day, and they were run ragged in the first half, but a lot of teams have been run ragged in the, in the cinch this year by Celtic in the first half. But Celtic, you know, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll come on um, to to Starfelt the disaster. But he did, you know, open the door for St Johnston to come back into the game. But and they did come back in the game. It was a really good goal, really well taken by, you know, only three goals this season, Chris Kane. But there was enough in that period, the ten minutes after the game, where they actually put Celtic under pressure. Yeah. That suggests to me that if they can get someone through the door that can score goals, mm-hmm. that I do think they will end up. Certainly not bottom. I can't see them being 12 coming right. into the season. So, right now, a void from a fantasy perspective. Correct. And your overall grade? D. Fair. In harmony. We are. St. Johnson. Right, kicks off with Dundee, John. Where do you, what, what, what do you make of Dundee so far? Dundee. Dundee. It's been, a, it's been a strange one, hasn't it? I mean, my so my overall grade for them was a C. So it's been slightly... I've been slightly disappointed by them. I was, I was thinking, you know, f- first season back in the cinch for a while... I would have thought that they, I actually thought they wouldn't be this low in the league. And players like you know, despite Lee Griffiths' absolute rocket, absolute stunner, <laughs> Lee, Lee, Lee Griffiths. How many goals has he scored this season? Two, two, and against both against Aberdeen. Both against Aberdeen. You can write that script. Lee Griffiths does not pass a pasta ball to get to the salad bowl. <laughs> he doesn't. Don't pass the pasta ball. But players like him in general have been, have been a real disappointment. Charlie Adams has been a disappointment as well. Totally, totally. 
Um, and from a fantasy football Scotland perspective, where have, where have we found the value, Scobie? Uh, pretty obvious one for me, and uh, you hopefully both agree. Paul McMillan, mm. um, who you know been around the league a little bit, started his career at Celtic, didn't he? He was a stint at Dundee United. Um, he's had seven assists and a goal this time. Seven assists? That's his like, second top, isn't he? Yeah. Division. yeah. 3.9 million he is, so right in that kind of bucket of affordable players that we've got in that in that midfield uh, to consider, definitely. And he also takes corners, set pieces for them. So I've been quite impressed with him. Yeah. Um, Jerry, anyone you pick out from, from Dundee, or what do you make of them so far? No, uh, there's no, no great standouts for me in Dundee. Dundee, I, I would uh, definitely have as a D, uh, mm. and I, I think oh, wow. potentially going down. You think so? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they didn't... They didn't not spend the money through the summer as well. Yeah. I think they've been well supported in their year in the Championship and mm-hmm. going into the Premiership. So, yeah, I mean, maybe quite right. But Cowan's another one for me. Four and a half million years. He's had four goals, 12 bonus points. He's done a lot of the old bonus point material. Um, I don't think anyone expected much of them, but, you know, they've had a couple of great victories at Motherwell and Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. They've been competitive against Hearts. They've been competitive against Celtic. But I think, you know, so they've shown them maybe a right to be in the league, but they're frail defensively. They've got the worst overall record defensively in the league with a 37 goal shift so that's I think that Ross County result was the wake up call yeah two or three weeks ago yeah the 5-1 home yeah. defeat and Scobie what are you giving them I gave them a C John a C as well so, so we're we sitting are. off the same him- absolutely because I think what I mean you know whilst we do this review and they do the work before the podcast what I've you're sort of working out is I think it's two from five that are going to be in the bottom two I think for me, United at seventh are probably safe, and then below I that, I think with a Tony Watt deal, yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. a clever piece of business for them. Aye. That that for me is all about spending two three hundred thousand to get that upper place, yeah. maybe in the top six, mm-hmm. that pays that um, transfer mm-hmm. fee off. Mm-hmm. So 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 in that five, we're obviously now going to move up to Ross County. Ross County, and it also includes the men and Livy in there. So let's go Ross County. I mean, they've been. Shall we say it? Quite fun. Very fun. And I mean, one of the most turgid teams to watch last year. Oh. I hated Ross County. I wanted them to go down. Some good loan Perhaps. signings in there, though. That's what really is. It, absolutely. Sorted them out. Absolutely. And I mean, look, none of us were particularly over the moon when Malky McKay got the job, but credit where credit's due. He's a good manager. He's got yeah. most of the team. They can score goals. Mm. Ross County, uh, only the top three have scored more goals than them this season. That's a good start. Yeah. Unbelievable. One one goal off, uh, one shy of Hart's goal mm-hmm. scored this uh, term so pretty good if you're a manager looking at a relegation battle that probably gives you some hope doesn't it your team's definitely goal, I think scoring I think goals. scoring goals I mean it always is the hardest thing to do in the game and yeah. they find the net just on top of your nice stat there Scooby they find the net 11 of the last 12 games jeez yeah, yeah. so it's, you know it's not weighted to too many games as well so it just shows they can score against anyone I say that's a full round of fixtures yeah so they yeah. managed to score against everyone well, that, is that Hungbo the guy from uh, Watford yeah Great loan signing. He's mm-hmm. he's an absolute. I'm big fan player. of him from fantasy football yeah. Scotland wise. He's a bit of a bonus point magnet, is he not, Scobie? Yeah, he's got loads of bonus points. Um, there's, a, there's a few to sort of pick out. I was actually going to the more obvious ones being Reagan Charles oh, Cook yeah. as well. Six goals and three assists. Um, you've brought him in, haven't you, Johnny? Yeah, I think I'd have him. In, I'd have him in probably team of the season so far. Yeah. Yeah, in the whole league, which I think uh, Joel Sked did as well. <laughs> it was a bit of a questionable Apart rest of that, his selection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's now four million. Regan Charles Cook. Right. Um, I brought in White recently. He started oh. playing again. He's got three goals mm-hmm. and three assists this term. I think he's quite an important player for them. I, I, I thought Jordan White was quite good at the end of last season. Yeah. I know they dropped him earlier this year, but it felt like the the, the win was coming for so long for County, and then right. it was Hibs they beat, wasn't it, to yeah. sort of finally turn the corner. I think since then they they're going to be competitive. Yeah. 
Definitely. Uh, and he's putting those chants away. I think White, if one criticism you can have of him is he's not clinical enough. Yeah. Because they are creating so... Like, that's why they're scoring so many chances. They're creating so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, really like that. Yeah, Hungbo, just to go on that, you know, he's picked up four bonus points in his last two matches. Um, so he's a he's a really nice option. And that, and it's slightly cheaper uh, th- than Cook at 3.2 million. Yeah, be. yeah. But must improve defensively. They've got the third worst mm. league uh, record at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so a big issue as well. So they're scoring goals, but they're shipping them as well. Overall, I've given County a C. Have you? I think that's harsh. I went B. I'd go B. Yeah, I I I had them sort of pretty much relegation I, territory. Yeah, but you have to do okay. Not going to fight this point too much. Not going <laughs> to die goals. on this hill. <laughs> Lots of goals. But you're going to die in the shed. They're not going to die in the shed. It took them a long time to get the victory. Mm. I think if you're looking at them at the start of the season, it was like this is a terrible. This is Aye. D territory. So okay, they've got Callaghan as well. He's, yeah, he's class act. Yeah, he has it. But I expected a bit more from him coming yeah. in. But, but, yeah, but I suppose the point is, Scobie, at this point, you want to be on an upward trajectory, improving. County are improving. Absolutely. Team like you know Super Jays, you know they are seven straight defeats. So, I, I, I suppose yeah, you're trying to say it across the whole season. But I think there's enough in there. I think I've enjoyed them. And do you know what? Actually, from a fantasy football Scotland perspective, that's what I've probably given them a B for because they've got some. You know, yeah. Cook is like yeah. one of the top scorers in the game, and you don't expect that from the ninth place team in the division. You do not. You do not tell you who's not on an upward trajectory they just seem to be on a trajectory that seems to be going nowhere yeah St Mirren or as we might call them St Middling a season of have-beens yeah. so far they have had 10 draws and only 3 wins that's brutal I mean yeah. it must be so frustrating as a Buddies fan watching right. them because they look like a good side they've not won a game since mid-October no. yeah yeah so no wins in 11 isn't it that stretching back. Um, it's just, they're frustrating to watch because they're, they're, nobody's turning them over. They actually are kind of scoring goals. Six clean sheets have had through 20 games. Not awful. Yeah. Um, but again, like, you know, that's the thing. But I don't know what happens with St. Mary. I, again, to, to, we're talking about Davidson being a good manager. I think Jim Goodwin's a good manager. Yeah. Big fan of Jim Goodwin. You know, would I definitely had him at... Um, I've definitely um, been tied for the Aberdeen job um, before Glass took over there. And mm. To be honest, even still, you know, he is on. It's a tight budget there. I think Jamie McGrath has been unsettled by a lot of the transfer talk. You know, yeah. there's a bit of chat about him coming up to Pataudry. There's chat about where they moved down south. Who knows? Maybe he just needs to go. Mm. His head's been turned. Mm. They take the money for him and they invest it elsewhere in the squads. Um, I mean, what a result against Celtic the other night, though. Eh? Yeah. Basically, the under 15s, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 The result of the season so far, probably. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you know, for me, St. Mary overall, I have given them a C because um, I just don't really know where to place them. Mm-hmm. Uh, players that stood out for me, Tanzer, um, you know, as I said, six clean sheets. He's had that, but he's also had two goals, four assists, um, lots of crosses, lots of corners. We know he's there. Um, you know, he's, he's on set piece for them. Actually, no, he's not on set pieces. Sorry, lots of crosses though. Yeah. Getting forward, I think he's one of the top um, top crossers. I think we had that stat from um, from from Gregor earlier in the season. It's the system um, they play, isn't it? With a three five two. I mean, it's gold dust for fantasy football Scotland managers getting one of those wing backs in, isn't it? Because mm. you know they are getting forward way more than if they're playing in the fullback yeah. position. So it's, it's it's definitely 
when you see a, a, a side playing that that system, it's time to it's time to invest in the in yeah. those areas. You got any St. Mirren players in your side at the moment? McGrath yeah. is the one that's always stand out for me. That yeah. would, uh, I think I've had him since the beginning of the year. But it's not really yeah. happened. <laughs> well, yeah. Like John says, I think potentially his head has been turned. Mm. He could be one of the guys that leaves in this transfer window coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bro- Brophy as well, I think, you know, they'd signed him last season, didn't really do much last season. Goal scoring was an issue for them last mm-hmm. season as well, but, you know, they stuck wins and they got points. We know that they're a good side, but he started to score some goals. I brought him in and now he's injured until, yeah. I think he may be back towards the end of January, so he might be back after the break. Right. Maybe well-timed, but I think, you know, they're another team where mm-hmm. goal scoring, yeah. if they get drawn into that dogfight. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why, that's why I just got so much, um, you know, faith in County staying up this season is just because they are scoring so many goals. Yeah, yeah for sure. Compared to the sure. Right, so let's wrap some men up because they are yeah. middling and boring. I've given them a D, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was expecting a bit more. I thought they'd kick on a bit from last year and they just haven't quite done that for Harsh. me. So, Harsh. Yeah. Harsh. Harsh indeed. And then, and, and, and then, so going across to our favourite, <laughs> yes. you know, it's the spaghetti had, it's Davy Martindale... <laughs> You know, they, he's they, box office, isn't he? He is box office. Yeah. I think you saw him on the terrace a few weeks ago. Terrace TV show, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I mean, they just yeah. had him for twenty minutes holding court. Like, got so many great stories, and it was really interesting to talk about his team. Actually, he was saying there is such a massive amount of turnover in that squad at Livingston in the summer, and you just can't appreciate. It. I mean, they they start on the lowest budget in the league every season. They do. So what they're working off is absolutely nothing, and they're turning over so many players. It does take a while to to come, but it started to become good, has it not? It absolutely has. It absolutely has. I was going to give them the first first half of their season, and I know it's been hard, but it's a D. You have to give it. You know they went uh, D D first oh, first no. half of no, oh, first no, half, first, half. Half, first quarter of their season. <laughs> get your fractions <laughs> right. Get Second you quarter. get kicked out of the shed for yeah, getting the I wrong know. fractions. I'm with here, I need to watch this. <laughs> Second quarter of the season, I'm giving them a B, and I think they were that you were talking yeah, about okay. hitting form at the right yeah. time. They've been fantastic mm. recently. Let's yeah. not forget. You know what was it? It took them until October. Uh, to, 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 to get that win yeah. uh, two great wins against County and St Johnson important points against Dundee United and Celtic mm-hmm. big wins against Hibs and Dundee United too and they should probably beat Hearts mm-hmm. we'll see that yeah. you know not, if not for Craig Gordon so Livingston yeah. have been fantastic of and, and at the start of the season they were actually a little bit unlucky as well they lost a few last minute winners you know Aberdeen got a bit lucky yeah, yeah, the game the the pit, was it not the pitch invasion yeah, when, you, yeah, yeah. when you won the league yeah we, when we beat uh, Livingston <laughs> I'll turn it out with the value shite they've been you know, it was probably worth it yeah. um, and they also lost a late goal to Motherwell so yeah. they were a bit unlucky at the start of the season as well they were they were I think um, it, it's um, so true I'm going to use this as a slight segue because I feel like we can't do fantasy football Scotland pod at the moment without talking about our growth big characters yeah. working in teams on small budgets David Martindale Dick Campbell would it not be a delight to have Dick Campbell on our oh, in the Premier so but they're coming up we think so oh I yeah. think so yeah 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 he, he is also box One office. of the great young managers of the game. This is that pod he was on um, sacks in the morning, and he's just like, he's just like, what he can't understand is why we always sack experience. Managers mm. right now, it's the only job, the only profession. Yeah. Managers is where we seem to be getting rid of experience. Any other walk of life you're in, you always tend to get those <laughs> experienced players to come in, but maybe it was sour grapes from him. But I mean, the, yeah, the job he's done, you know, turning them from in so much debt, second bottom of League One, and now yeah. flying high. With the part-time not, players. I know, it's unbelievable. The Dunfermline game, was that 3-0? 3-0. Yeah. That, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dunfermline in a bad patch of form. I think they're 11th, but like, 
to go away there mm. on Boxing Day and turn them over like that. I mean, I would have said that was probably the result of Boxing Day. Yeah. Other than an athletic five, Rocky <laughs> Hearts one, yeah. which was also which came from nowhere. That was right. a coupon yeah. buster. Yeah. Um, no, they did have a better sent off in the in the tunnel at half time though. <laughs> Um, I hope I hope we're talking about the Campbell and our growth next season on the pod for sure. Uh, maybe this time next year in the shed. But back to Livingston, yeah, I think they've been great, John. Uh, for me, I'm going to pick out Strychek. He's been um, excellent so far. Six clean sheets. He's mm-hmm. only two and a half million. He's the third top scoring goalkeeper in the league. Oh, I love that price point. There's a number of attractive options at goalkeepers. We've talked about this, but I'd be considering him. He's playing week in, week out. He's not yeah. going anywhere. The way it's Livingston are playing at the moment, save yourself some money and, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Do, do you think right. Bruce, Bruce Anderson could go on a scoring run? Now, now, now that he seems to have just he's just a great little sort of six yard box player mm. that that just instinctively knows where the ball's going to end up. Uh, yes, yeah, I think he's the top scorer so far. But I think absolutely, I think he's been an excellent signing. I also thought it was a bit of a head scratcher that Aberdeen yeah. kind of let him go when you didn't have a huge amount of depth at the position. Um, but think, you know, I think I said this last night, Jay, is that. You know, he scored five goals in the league this season, which when you take it like not that much, but you know, you double that. If he does that again, you know, he's in double figures, which for a bottom six club like Livingston, I mean, yeah. it's pretty good. Did they get him on a free basically? Yeah, yeah, it was on the swap with Jet. That was a good signing. <laughs> uh, Superpowered Jet. My, my favourite man at the spaghetti had right now, though, is Ayo Obelai. He's the uh, centre half penalty taking. Centre oh, half. We like that. So he scored two goals in his last three games. Obviously, they had um, they had, a, t- they, well, they had yeah. a tough game against Motherwell. Um, you know, budget Burkamp running riot. But you know, he scored against uh, Ross County as well. This man is only two point five million, and uh, just seems like an absolute baller. They signed him really on a nice. free from really Queen nice. of the South in the summer. Wow. Looks like a really astute piece of business from That's Baby. Brilliant. So, what are you going to give him for their season so far? I've gone for a B just because I love him. <laughs> I think that's a bit romantic, but all right, we'll give you that. Give you a B. Um, right, we're going to flip to a completely uh, different side, and I mean this um, in every way, but Dundee United making up the uh, the rest of the bottom six. Not something we thought we'd be saying at one point this season. Um, for them, just open up, I've given their first half of the season, or first quarter of the What's season. What's this quarter nonsense, Scooby? We said... Great for half the season. <laughs> first quarter is a, a B. Second quarter is a D. That's how I see it. I think, yeah. like, and I know I'm just I'm 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 putting this point out there because off the back of Livingston, I just think you got to give some context. It's been the exact opposite. They've had seven losses in their last ten games, including five losses in a row. Only one victory at. <laughs> Told you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all gone to pot mm-hmm. for Tamakora. They were flying high, as I say, at one stage, third. Uh, huge victories over Rangers, Hibs, Motherwell, you name it. Another team where, again, I think goal scoring is the issue, and you're right. I think, because Tony Watts next season is coming in, isn't he? He's, he'll finish his season. Well, so this, this is interesting. I think this is a debate point. When, yeah, it's a debate point, because he's signed a pre-contract, and I was reading into it. So apparently Tony Watt has been offered 5k a week at Tannadice, which is more than double he's on at Motherwell. So from his perspective, he's 27 years old. He's probably got one or two big moves left in him. I kind of get it. I get why the Motherwell fans hate it. If I was them, I'd hate it as well. But you get it financially. It's a big statement of intent from United. But what sometimes does happen with these signings that are supposed to be in the summer, because the fans turn on the player, you can often end up getting them in January. So it's one to watch. Because if he does go, then that's um, that's a great piece of business from the United. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, Dundee United, I don't know what to make of them. Uh, if you're going to level like, that out. I like Big Tam as a manager, ex Kelty Hearts, yeah. just to keep that little theme going from, from earlier. <laughs> and, and he likes the youth as well. Did you see that Declan Glass goal? Yeah. AKA Messi. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing in and out of defenders and dropping it into the bottom corner. Yeah, yeah. Delightful. And he's only 21. Yeah, yeah. They've had to play quite a lot of youth, haven't they, in the last few games, I think, with injuries and mm. COVID and whatnot. They brought in a number of their sort of academy boys and stuff against Rangers and that and put, up a re- put in a really good performance, even though they lost 2 0 yeah. eyebrows. With what they were working with, yeah, pretty impressive. So, so like if you s- remember, St. Johnson, what did you say goal scored this season? Uh, the 11. Least, 11. 11. 11, 11. Dundee United, their second. Lowest goal scorers in the league. So they're going to sign at thirteen or something. Not far off. Sixteen. Sixteen. So going to sign Tony Watt, who is what the sort of second top scorer. Well, he's top Top scorer. Top scorer in the sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge, huge piece of business for them. So you know, good on them. It could be definitely one to watch. Yeah. Look, if Glass starts starting going forward, three point two million. I quite like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, the thing is that again, what what's what took them to that third place is having a good spine. They were winning one nil in a lot of games. They weren't scoring many goals as we know, but they were they were they were so solid. Uh, Ryan Edwards, three goals and seven clean sheets to his name. Rightly, defender number three overall, but kind of feels like his ships maybe sailed. I'm not sure. Like Dundee Dundee United players at the moment, I'm I'm. I don't. I don't thank you for much, Scobie. Um, on this podcast or just in life in general. But uh, I, I did. I did thank you a few weeks ago when you said to to to, to sell Dundee United assets because that's what I've done the last couple of weeks. I got on the train at the right time, sort of Ian Harks and stuff like that. But yeah. now, sort of bringing in my Obelize at the back and and and, and, and Cooks at Cook County. Yeah. So that, it's just it's it's staying nimble in fantasy football, Scott. Definitely. And that's what we like, isn't Definitely. it? What are you giving them for the season? Do you so know what I have given them a B? Because I still think they've had a bit, much better time of it than, than than they would have hoped. You know, they're 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 in this. As I say, I've split the league into two, not six by six, seven and five. I think there's five that are going to go out that could go down. I don't count Dundee United. As no, well. I agree with you on that. I think you split the difference. We call it a C. We'll see. I think you're a bit generous with a B there, Jerry. What you got the deciding vote? Oh, a C. A C. Yeah, I think we land on a C. Land on a C and yeah. get out of part one? Get out of part one. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> of the shit. Hello and welcome back to part two of the shed, lads. How are we enjoying it? Loving it, absolutely great. John, that could be it could, if tenants are listening. That could be psh, sponsored by tenants. <laughs> that would be an excellent bit of branding. The they need us. Yeah, we have asked them a couple of times, but lads, we're still here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or any other beer brands in the country, but mostly tenants. DMs are always open. Always open. John is always active. Um, the top T. So we're into the top six now. Um, starting with sixth, we're getting into crunch time now. John, I'm gonna hand over to you. Where are we going first? I think. Well, I think given that uh, that Jay was actually at Easter Road in the away end last Wednesday or whenever it was, it would be only right to start with you and getting your thoughts on. Well, probably Abbey's. the most excitement of the whole game was when somebody let off a red flare in the toilets. <laughs> Aberdeen for me, I'll just run straight to the marking, a D so far, with the resources they've got, the budget they've got, the quality they've got, that they just can't seem to get the balance. Hedge is probably their standout player, more than any other, can make things happen, 
and and I, and I do like the fullbacks are good when they're when when they're back and fit. I think that's a really strong important combination to have those sort of fullbacks. But mm-hmm. just not scoring and not creating. It's turgid to watch. Yeah. It's really poor passing it along the back, back along the back, back along the back again to Lewis, and then across. And it's just yeah. it's a tough watch. Sorry. It is. So, you know, you're saying Hedges is the best player. There's been a lot of interest from down south. Would you sell? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'd sell Hedges. I'd be almost be tempted to sell Lewis Ferguson as well and uh, and try and bring in some players that have got a bit more creativity because, yeah, Aberdeen on the ball and going forward are just so bad to watch. And it's as Jerry says, that, look, people will say, oh, you know, you're still in the top six, but Aberdeen got the third biggest budget in the league and they are playing like a team that have the, you know, Livingston budget. It's just, it's really poor to watch. Uh, Matty Longstaff, what a shambles of a signing that was. And Newcastle won him back? Yeah, yeah, he's pissed off back to Newcastle. I think one of the one of the Aberdeen fans drove him back, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what is your ranking going to be on the season to be? D. Well, I thought I was going to be controversial by giving them a D. No. I thought you might be on the defence, but wow, this has been a... Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is... Castigating uh, review. It has. Right? I mean, to go back over the whole year... Which is the whole the whole of twenty twenty one? It's the worst uh, win percentage they've had in over ten years. Yeah. So there's just over thirty no, percent win percentage. Start. That's not a good stuff. Ten years is a long time because that's longer than even McInnes is in charge for. Yeah. So that that is going back a long way. Um, but if you want to be a bit positive <laughs> and put some fantasy football on it, yeah, yeah, you know, four wins in the last five games somehow. Yeah. Generally beating the shite of the league, right? But you, you know, there's there, a time right? when you you, you've got to start there. Um, David Bates seems to be coming on to a bit of a game. He now mm. seems. To, I think he just now without Brown. Do you think he's better without Brown? No, I think. There, I think uh, well, I think Brown can now be trusted to play more further forward. Yeah, but you Brown, sort of had to put him there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas now Bates is match fit, which I don't think he was when he first joined. You know, he's 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 a pretty good operator in the cinch. He's yeah. he's he's big. He's physical. He's fairly quick enough, and he sort of knows he knows what's going on. So. Yeah, I mean, most of the side's been poor. Decky as well. You probably class that mm. from when he's played. He's been poor. Yeah. He was Someone out, who out jumped in Easter Road for that uh, for the hip school. Yeah, which was a great for a big header. man. Yeah. I mean, it's like pretty jumped, unforgivable. Yeah. But again, I'm going to try and put a positive. What do we make of Christian Ramirez so far? He's one of the big three from a striking option. He's got 93 points. He's the third top scoring striker. He's eight goals and three assists. I think he's. He's played a big part in the better parts of the season for you, clearly with his goals. But what do you guys make of it? I don't think he's a natural centre forward. Okay. Um, but he's getting very poor service, so he has yeah. to go and find the ball. Yeah. So when you watch Ramirez and watch him off the ball, he, he he's running into places that he shouldn't be, mm-hmm. because because the ball is going back and square so often he's having to go and try mm-hmm. and find it and, and getting very little space. Yeah. Stick Ramirez up front for Ross County this season. He probably have better than goals. They're generally creating more. <laughs> Tell you what, I love him. And that's heart. it. You know, Mar- Marley Watkins has been has been a yeah. real bright spot of the season as oh, well. I think he's class. But yeah. he's he's injured again. He's got he's just got really bad injury record. Which is to be honest, why he's playing in the cinch and not at a higher level. The goal yeah. against Hearts is probably one of the goals of the season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. you know having Calvin Ramsey back as well, his service is really, really top quality. Yeah. Um, so with him back in the back in the team, you know he's, he he came off the bench. A strange sort of system change at halftime at Easter Road, wasn't yeah. it? It just didn't work. But you know, Glass is a young manager learning, and he'll learn from those sort of stranger things. But yeah, I think if Ramirez gets the service, sorry, in a very long way to answer your question, 
then yeah, he's a decent striker. So it's hard to judge at the moment, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I agree with you. I like Marley Watkins as well. If he got fit, he'd be great. Four point seven million, three mm. goals where he did play, and he was great. Um, look, you got to consider Hedges if he stays. Um, yeah. as well but yeah apart from that certainly at the back I wouldn't be going with any Aberdeen um, well Calvin Hedges. Ramsey if, if well yes Calvin Ramsey team. and actually with Calvin Ramsey I would love actually to see looking forward and from a Scotland point of view feet, great crosser of a ball I'd quite like to see um, Stevie Clark pick him for maybe a Nations League squad yeah. give, him a, give him a go him and Patterson are certainly the future there for yeah. us aren't they so yeah. um, you know Stodsy I love you but it's time to move it's on tight. it's fullbacks isn't it you've got him, Ralston, it's you it's not us <laughs> The thing with Aberdeen was losing Conci yeah, so early on yeah, in the season because yeah. he was going to be the absolute mainstay of that defence. Yeah, of course. And they've struggled since then. Of course, of course. Um, another team which we'll get right, we'll sink our teeth into. I'm just going to say with Aberdeen, my uh, my, I've got a steak dinner reading on them not finishing the top four. Um, it was looking very good at one point with yeah. me and Mr. Gagan, but we'll see how it goes. Another team, uh, I'd say, has been up there, Hibs. And how do we rate this? He's not going to kick this one off. I've given them a D, and I think it's the same. I'd as... give their board a D for getting rid of Jack Ross. Well, well, it was an appalling decision. And okay, they've won. They've won the last three games, but it's the same squad, aye. and they're now playing just because they're frightened mm. that they're going to lose their jobs potentially with somebody with a new manager coming in and a transfer window coming up. That board deserves a D. Jack Ross is better than that. With mm. a cup final coming up, that was my not. Yeah. I, I think they didn't they, get covered, but that was finished. no. I, I, I agreed. I think the cup final, the pre cup final decision was was a shocker. You know, uh-huh. and you, I thought you could do that to manager. It's got you there. Um, personally, you know, mm-hmm. it's hilarious from a heart's perspective. But <laughs> it was, oh, I, uh, know, it was I'm just quite frightened from a heart's perspective now because I I rate Maloney. Yeah, I'd also say uh, okay. is is Maloney the luckiest man in football? I mean, he's walked into a Hibs team that are. You know, the, Jack Ross has built a pretty decent side. Yes, they need to make a few additions, but they've got some decent young players. They've got uh, Martin Boyle, who we think is brilliant. They've got Kevin Nisbet. You've mm-hmm. got, you know, the system is there. I think I think he's walked into an absolute gem. Yeah, the second luckiest. The first is Giovanni Van Brockers, but we'll come <laughs> on to him in a bit. Um, I think under Ross, they were they were, uh, you know, a great side last year. Um, oh, there's some heaters going on. That's the heater yeah, on. The heater on. <laughs> Getting too cold in here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, instead, Sean Maloney. Look, let's focus on the facts, though. They were on a terrible slump. Um, to look back, they had no clean sheets in 11 game. One win in 10 top flight fixtures. Yeah. 12 points out of 33. Pretty damning numbers for Ross, but it's fickle, you know, mm. and the fact they got rid of him. Sean Maloney comes in. Two out of two for him. A third victory as well under David Gray, who was the interim, obviously. Mm-hmm. As you say, like that, that in itself, Gray's victory in itself, and mm-hmm. shows, and the, and the performance in the cup final shows that there was a good squad in the making there. They almost um, did that cup final, didn't they? They almost did, yeah. I mean, the absolutely hilarious bit of footage. For 60 of seconds. The, of the hits fan <laughs> celebrating. The countdown video. <laughs> yeah, the countdown. I mean, we've all been there at Hamden when uh, one team scored <laughs> and then the old firm have scored in Aberdeen, two seconds. Aberdeen more than other. Any other <laughs> I'd have liked to see VAR. Uh, yeah, definitely. Fanny for a but anyway, um, so talking about them from a um, from a fancy point of view, it's a bit of a weird one. The, the brilliance of Martin Boyle aside, because he is just a mainstay, and, and we can talk about him, wax lyrical about him all day. It's sort of actually really been very little to get excited yeah. about uh, with him, and, and and what's frustrating there is that they're particularly the start of the season, good side with good value in there. Nesbitt's had five goals this season. That's some way off that he scored 14 last term, but you know, he's still got time. Uh, he scored he one has, under Maloney so far. You've got to take into context his form, Scobie, I think, in mm. Nesbitt's form, and it, it looks like he's getting back to being that player that he was at this first half yep. of last season. 
Um, you know, just trying to. I can't. I, I'm quite impressed with his hold up play, having seen him live. Yeah. Against Aberdeen, I thought he was quite an astute operator in there. Definitely, yeah. Uh, definitely. Clearly short of confidence, but but nonetheless, yeah. bringing a, a lot of players into the game. He's yeah. got a lovely pass in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just I think they've got the board out, and we don't trust the board. We've discussed that already. But they've got big decisions to make. Cause what they do in January, Doig. That was a complete farce at the start of the season. He's now played quite poorly. I don't really think that much of Doig to be honest, but. I think there's interest in him. He's actually been quite a decent player under Maloney in the last couple of games. Yep. And the way that there's the way that they, the way that he set set him up, um, you know, there was it was that under uh, Gray, um, Doig was not starting. It was Stevenson. Yep. He went back to you know Gray was going back to the boys that won in the, the Scottish Cup final, basically yep. the guys he trusted. Uh, but Maloney's come spitting and put Doig straight back in. So I still think he's a pretty decent fantasy football Scotland option. It's still only two point seven million as well. Yeah, I agree. But look. They've got a decision to make. Do they want to cash in? Do they want to get money for him? And this bit is going to make uh, Sean Maloney's life a lot harder going forward. But they look better in that new formation. So he's playing with three at the back. He's playing with the wing backs. He's you know playing Boyle and Nisbet sort of more clearly as a sort of like two up there. Um, seems to be working. Mm-hmm. So I think probably good things to come for for him. So they're going to be comfortably top six. Where in the top yeah. six remains to be seen. Agreed. Should we, should, we move? should we move on? We'll so move we've on. Some, we've got some exciting stuff to we'll cover. We'll move on to fourth in the league. And for me, this is, these guys are my team of the season so far. I think What's the Smell, Motherwell have been absolutely superb. They've been really exciting from Fantasy Football Scotland perspective. Tony Watt's been a mainstay in my team. He will now be switched, I think, to Kevin Van Veen, the budget bird cap. I mean, his free kick at the, uh, the weekend against Livingston was sensational. It's the amount of pace and that power. Down in such a short distance. Yeah, in such a short really distance, but also the pace that was going into that. Yeah. As Michael Stewart said, if there was three goalies in the, in the, in the sticks, they wouldn't have saved it. Totally agree. They've won four <laughs> wins on the bounce at home and when they are on form, granted they've had a few weeks yeah. where it's not gone quite to so, uh, it's quite to play, when they are on form, I think they can beat anyone in the division. I think Graham Alexander probably manager of the season so far as well, isn't mm-hmm. he? For, mm-hmm. for the sort of resource that he's got there to, yeah. to pull that in. Don't forget, a lot of people wrote Motherwell off at the start of the season. Yeah. They, were, they, were down, they were down in a lot of people's predicted leagues. Yeah, I th- think was. Did you see the Cornelius goal? Yes. Two weeks ago, which was yeah, an absolute ex- stunner. Yeah. Chested it down, drilled it in the bottom corner. He's, he's a local Motherwell, Motherwell yeah. lad. Yeah. And his family were on the terraces. Aye. Oh, he's a supporter. Just, you just couldn't write that. It was so heartwarming. It was so good to see. And you know, he's only 2.8 million if he starts getting a wee run in the team. And what a name. Cornelius. Cornelius. <laughs> uh, look, I think a great season so far for them. I agree. I've given them an A. Yeah, um, I Green Alexander's been fantastic. Um... And what's so impressive is that he's done it and he's built a new squad in that summer. Yeah. Which is a really difficult thing to do to come in. He lost players. He, we've talked about this already this, on this season in the pod. Brought in loads of new players and they've almost all been fairly successful. Van Veen, of course. Woolery's looked really good when he's been there. But he's also made use of the, the players that he did keep in the squad that he kept around. Obviously, Tony Watt. Bevis Mugabe's been great. Mm-hmm. He's been great under there. He's got... Um, a couple of goals to his name, six clean sheets. Obviously, he's one of the higher scoring. He's their highest scoring defender. Ricky Lamy's also been good. He's apparently got some interest from down south. He's injured at the moment, but um, I think the question is: Can they keep it going? And can they properly challenge for third against Hearts and against other teams playing catch up? They seem like nailed on top six. One guy for me that that stood out in the last few weeks. I think he was injured for most of the first part of the season. Sondre Solholm Johansson, Scobie, yep. centre half. 
He's only two and a half million in the game, and he's starting every game. He actually got an assist um, for Kevin Van Veen's goal midweek as well, so he can play a ball out of defence. Really sexy looking football. Sometimes Motherwell just pick up these sort of, you know, they've got Van Veen up front and mm. Johansson at the back. It's uh, it gets you excited. <laughs> it does. Yeah, that, but they also excited. produce their own. Uh-huh. The, you know, the Turnbulls of this world. Yeah, they're they're a well-run club. You know, I have yeah. a lot of respect for Motherwell actually. And Donald. The, the only thing I see the only it's just when they're bad they are quite bad yeah. and, and they do go on these little patches of you know, it happened after they were flying high and then we beat them at uh, Tank Castle and then they were really poor for a few weeks and they lost a number of games and then they brought it back you know so that's the league um, it's what makes the cinch so exciting but they've been great so yeah Motherwell A okay so we will now go on to another club I have actually given an A it is the yo-yo club of Scottish football newly promoted <laughs> Hearts, they've actually only tasted defeat at Tynecastle once this season and they've got the best away record outside of Rangers and Celtic. Scobie, how has it been? Uh, fantastic. Look, I think uh, I've given them an A, obviously. Uh, I think Robbie Nielsen, if you're counting Graham Alexander in managing the season so far, Robbie Nielsen's got to be in that conversation too. What he's done from where he took the club when we were in the Championship last season and the way that we kind of looked at times... Because um, he got relegated to... Yeah, the year before, yeah, yeah low hanging, low hanging fruit, John. Um, <laughs> so we uh, we did get relegated, and I don't think we looked particularly convincing in the championship. We made tough league to get some, out of. It is a tough league. We got out of it, but we didn't. Yeah, I think fans were a, probably a little bit um, unrealistic in thinking that we wouldn't lose a game. Mm. But actually, some of the signings we made last season weren't fantastic. It's the signings we've made this season that have made the difference. And for me, the other big thing is it's the sort already of already signed one from the in the transfer window. Already, yeah, yeah. 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 Keep yeah. it rolling. Yeah. We've all. It's the little tight-fought victories over lower, um, uh, you know, clubs that are low in the league that's really made a difference yeah. for me. So it's the it's yeah. the victories against Livingston, Dundee, and then County at the weekend. There, that's the difference for me. We would have lost them mm-hmm. um, in season gone by. See Craig Levine, that sort of era. Um, we, you know, we, we're kind of all, we've never had an issue, particularly at packed Tynecastle getting up for big games, but winning all these tough games that are going to get you the league positions being the issue. So we've got this confidence now. I think it's new formation. It's from the back though as well. Yeah. I was just going to say Gordon between the sticks it's just unbelievable like, I mean just, yeah. the, Peter, the Peter Pan of Scottish football he is but yeah, then he's he got Suter playing in front of him Suter makes everybody around him play better football yeah. he made, he's made Craig Halkett look like a very good player and he didn't beforehand um, that is one of the great stories as well isn't it really over the last say, yeah. five or six years yeah. the journey that he's been on to come back absolutely and it was a pleasure watching him play for Scotland against Denmark and also you know cap off with a goal um, so he's been fantastic uh, Benny and Devlin great signings as I say giving us good energy in midfield Kingsley slotted in at the back and we've talked about his direct free kicks I think he's been fantastic just keeping it going for hearts at the moment through um, you know that's the, that's, that's going to be the main thing uh, so to swing it back to Fancy and this is actually a little bit of a left field one for me I'd like to tip Barry Mackay for some fantasy success in the second half of the season. So, Barry McKay's only 4.4 million. He's 2.3% currently owned because, to be fair, he's not done an awful lot. But if you watch Hearts, he's really grown into his role and everything that's good attacking-wise that comes in, you know, that comes our way, I think comes from him. Um, he's such a threat. The pace is unbelievable. He was fantastic against Rangers, um, you know, even though he was getting bottles thrown and whatnot. He's just not quite had the final ball or the finish so, to kind of map it off. So, for me... So I've got Barry Mackay written down here as well, and I don't know where I got this stat from, but he's managed 14 shot assists in Hearts' last five games. So he's assisting the player shooting. 
So if the player scores, obviously yeah. gets the assist yeah. in fantasy. Now, that is a season average of 2.3 per 90 minutes, which is really impressive. To put that in some context for people that aren't familiar with shot assists, I wasn't either. <laughs> uh, only Dave, David Turnbull averaged more in the top flight throughout last season. Yeah, that's interesting. So, you know, to, to go on that, if he keeps that form going, then um, there's people intruding the shed. Stay out the shed. Hi, <laughs> get out the shed. <laughs> there's, um, so yeah. I've just lost my food but yeah I like the Bayern Mackay show I think that's a good show Bayern Mackay we're going with and hard to get an A overall and he, without a doubt yeah. absolutely yeah. stunning alright there's people invading the shed so let's get on to the Ugly Sisters top two up front top two up in front in second place Celtic I've given them a B yeah. under Ange this season Jerry what have you made of them I would say a B as well actually I think a lot of their goals are coming from midfield and they haven't got Furashi absolutely on fire and he seems to be quite culpable to get picking up injuries, mm-hmm. then you wonder where the goals are going to come from. The Jotas, Abada, did he not get a brace in Boxing Day? Correct. Boxing Day brace. In fact, there was another Boxing Day brace, wasn't there? Who was that? Kevin Van Veen. Van Veen, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, in the, in the, old, in the, um, the Boxing Day derbies, uh, the Edinburgh one, who's that? Hibs and Hearts. Who was the last player to get a Boxing Day brace? Uh Lafferty? The top scorer currently in the team. Boyce. Sorry? Liam Boyce. Sorry? What? Martin Boyle. Oh, Martin Boyle. The <laughs> Sorry, my mind was from Solio. Sorry, I was just throwing hooks here. Fuck it off! Fuck it off! Jay, shit! <laughs> you need to be swimming at the bottom for that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so, so to get back on to Celtic, I mean... In general, it does seem like they're going in the right direction under Ange. Obviously, won the cup. Interestingly, just before Christmas, they were worse off points total this season than they were last season. Interesting. Yeah, that was under Landon, though. Yeah, but you can you can see they're going the right way. Fantasy football Scotland, it's difficult. It's hitting the midfielder that's scoring. Yeah. There's so many. Mid- it's McGregor. It's Turnbull. Yeah. It's Kyogo. It's Jota. It's Rogic. It's Abada. Scobie, you bought in Rogic recently. He's been, uh, been, been a really been good investment good, for you. Yeah. yeah, he's been really good. I, I think, look, initial blast of goals from Abada, I had him throughout the start. He went out. He's now come back in because yeah. of injuries and scored again. I think Abada got a bit of a raw deal there because mm. he was playing really well. But I understandably, agree. Jota, Ferrahashi, it's all about them. Goals, assists, flowing out of each of them. Uh, less so assists for Ferrahashi. And I think injuries obviously have hampered that playing time. But I think they're back in form. Mm. And has gone playing well. The cup final win is obviously like a huge lift for that yeah. squad. The winter breaks come at a perfect time for them. I think they can get people back um, and yeah. they'll probably bring in some more in, in, in January. I think they'll trust Ange <laughs> with the transfer funds. Um, pretty signed two Japanese players. They, they have. They're yeah. going to raid Japan again. Apparently Hearts are linked with some Japanese players too. But yeah. um, look, it, was a t- it was a shite start to the season though. Let's not mix yeah. our words. It was poor. They lost against us. Lost the first old firm. Lost against Livingston. Dropped points against Dundee United. It was poor. Uh-huh. But since then, they've been pretty good. I'll give them a B. Yeah. They, they, you know, you always expect those those two clubs to be mm-hmm. Def- defensively. They're you, still. You, you were splitting them for a while at Hearts. Yeah, yeah we went well. Hopefully, yeah. get back in there. I mean, defensively, they're still weak, right? I mean, Ralston is still a great asset. Yeah. Fantasy football Scotland. They seem to be fit again. Three point one million. I mean, Starfelt is like the new Shane Duffy, Duffy of Scottish football, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, he costs in the League Cup final. 
He was shocking at St Johnston. Yeah, that he was terrible against Hearts the first season, uh, the first game of the season. He needs to get out of the team if they, they're going to yeah, be Yeah, Carter really Vickers serious. looks good. He looks better. Yeah, and then and Durano, well, they've got some other good players. There's, but there's clubs down south. So I would play. I would play Welsh and yeah. Carter Vickers, and, and even mm. Bitton at times. To be honest, they can't. Yeah. They gave him the captain's band the other day when he played. But anyway, we'll move on from Celtic. They've been pretty good. It's last uh, club. It's top of the league. It's Rangers. Uh, obviously, they've changed manager. During the first half of the season, they've won seven on the bounce under Gio. Uh, they're the, basically the only team who voted not for a break. Um, shock, why? Because uh, you're going away to Aberdeen and away to Celtic and half of the only <laughs> pay on 500 fans. I can never understand why why that would be. Um, they're unbeaten in 30 games at Ibrox and teams just look beat before the whistle goes there. Yeah. Um, Scobie, what are we thinking fantasy football Scotland-wise here? Uh, like overall for the season, it's hard not to give them an A. I kind of, I, I think I think it was more it was more of a B under Gerard, but they have, Gio has come in and done Is well. He's splitting the season again. He's okay. come. No, look, I'm going to give them a. Uh, I'm going to give them an A overall. It pains me to say it, but I think mm-hmm. they've done the job in the circumstances. He, he is the luckiest man in football. He's coming in, thought this is an excellent, excellent. He's squad. actually tightened their defence up as well. He's only conceded yep. one goal since exactly. He's and suddenly all those and Tavernier's yeah. playing better as well. Um, look, a bit more urgency, a bit more energy to that side because it, it did look at times under Gerrard this start of the season like they were lacking it. And, and um, Morelos six goals in the last eight. Well, yeah. I was going to say, Morelos, he's on eight goals this season now, six under eight, as you say. Looks really strong under Gio, but is the 8.7 million price tag too much? Yeah. yeah. So I've had him in my team basically since he started scoring that and went on that six goal run. And, you know, that, the top, the big three you're talking about have actually dipped off, haven't they? I think Liam Boyce, yeah. Ramirez, right, he scored a couple, and Tony and Watt now seems like a yeah. excuse. He's been out of the Colombian team as well, and it just gets a call up in the Colombian team, mm. picks up a bit of COVID again. You've got the Africa Cup of Nations. Coming up, so they're losing Aribo, Balogun, the back, and Bassi. No, Bassi so, didn't get picked for the Nigerian did Bassi not get picked? So it's Jeez. only Balogun and Aribo. So, Bassi so, is now staying. Know, yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah, what, what little touch on the African Cup of Nations. I say Bassi's not still playing, and then Sakala will not be there because Zambia are not in it, and okay. Mugabe will not be there either because uh, Uganda are not in it. But yes, Balogun and Aribo both going. One uh, <laughs> player under. Mm-hmm. One player under Geo, I think, that's gone a bit under the radar and that needs to come back in the fantasy football Scotland perspective is Alan McGregor. Yeah. Because under Stephen Gerrard, we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, is the rotation of goalkeepers was just too too much. You, if you're selecting a goalkeeper, it's too it, it's it's too risky if he's getting rotated. McGregor has started every game under Gerrard and looks to keep that way. And they've now got. Um, they, they now seem to be keeping more clean sheets because it is a bit of a safer system that he's playing so I just think McGregor is coming back in the conversation as a goalkeeper interesting choice I think they've certainly become a team that you've got to have three Rangers players if you can in that side John what are you giving them for the season? B Jerry O and A yeah. they're yeah, top of the league they are they are. I'm probably, yeah, you're probably including the cup I think you're being skewed there well that's been an absolutely fantastic round up um, and that takes us out of part two Hello, welcome back to part three of the favourite podcasts of the year. Well, for us doing it anyway, listeners, you might still think it's absolute shite. It's an A from us. It's, a- <laughs> it's an A from us. We're in the shed. We've had a few cans. We're having a great time. Jerry, thanks for having us. We have one question from the Twitter sphere, which we will go into, and then Scobie will take us away with the league, because we've not had an update sure. on that for ages. Uh, I think I've just broken in the top 100. 
and I'm gonna try and you did well. Gonna try and stay there for the rest of the season. But anyway, Nibs, Jerry, what are you looking at? Jerry, he's on Instagram already. Jerry, he's looking at it's those dodgy calendars. You know the He's got them up. Jerry, it's day twenty-seven. Right, questions from Neebs, who was uh, a brilliant guest earlier on the season. Yes. We'll definitely get him on um, in the second half of the season, 100%. So he's asking question to the shed, and he sends his regards to Jerry. Scooby, you're gonna you're gonna take it. Take the what players do this? Do we think this cinch is in danger of losing in the January transfer window? Oh God, that's a very good question. Yeah. Um, Jobby's dive in first. Yeah, I don't want to just repeat what we've said. I think I think probably Aberdeen as say Hedges is and, and mm. Ferguson could be two to look at. Oh, you really you, you never know. I, th- I think I say the Hibs boys like as well and like the way that Boyle's playing. Like what's to stop somebody coming in with a bit of money for Boyle? Like he could absolutely do it. They just level. they just sign that new contract in the summer. Yeah, but what they do sometimes with new contracts just allows them to get yeah, more. Yeah, so yeah. Look, I'm not sure that you know we're you know with that convinced by that yeah. um, it's hard to know I think Martin Boyle maybe I'm going to go yeah. and just okay. say that um, yeah I'm going to say um, Joe Aribo yeah. has been on brilliant form uh, for Rangers it's interesting because you maybe expect Gerard to go and nick him um, but actually he seems to be playing better without Gerard. but I think he's been uh, probably player of the season so far the cinch um, looks like he's playing just on a slightly different level to everyone so he, he could be in danger of going Jerry, anyone? I, I would say John Suter at Hearts. I think he's a, yeah. a high probability of going. His brother plays down in Knott's Forest. Yep. Uh, so he'll know all about what it's like to, to play in England. I think he's what he's shown at international level. People will come along and potentially pick him up at a snip. Yep. And and, and if not in England, maybe even that Celtic back four that needs yep. a bit of tightening up. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Very good. Nate, thanks for getting in touch, mate. Uh, right, score Right, back to the league. Uh, league. So, we've got a new league leader. Um, we have got Haji, Neats, and Tatties with oh. 1,301 points. Donny is fourth overall in the game. Donny he, Robertson. He's a good man. He's always on Twitter with us yeah. as well. Uh, well done, Donny. That's an impressive score. And then Lol FC, Jamie Leach, was our top scorer with 92 points this week. Wow. A badder captain, Griff, Scott Wright, Boyle. Yeah, good work. Well done, Jamie. Um, uh, really good Scooby, season. Sorry, so far. Scott Wright's name is banned from the shed. Oh God, I've ruined it right now. <laughs> uh, well, I'd just like to propose a little toast to Jerry for uh, having us in his shed yeah. once again. Cheers, it's Jerry. definitely becoming a big Christmas tradition. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. My, my fantasy football name, of course, the shed's on fire. And we have been. <laughs> well done. Right, couldn't have said it better. Uh, right, everyone, I hope you're having a lovely Christmas, a good New Year, and we will see you back for the next week of action, the 17th of January. So enjoy the break, uh, and we'll be back ready to go, won't we? The shed, the shed, the, the shed, shed is on fire. fire. The shed, the shed, the shed is on fire. The shed.